Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about animation, TV, movies, comics, and more. On this episode, we'll be discussing the future of the DCU and James Gunn's slate that finally dropped. I'm Frank Melman. I'm Zach Slater. This is Tommy Smith of Weens. And I'm Clifton. All right, so on January 31st, we finally got the long-awaited slate from James Gunn. I know there was a lot of uh, anticipation and people were concerned that he wasn't going to deliver and that there would be a kind of a fall off the, uh, the starting blocks and fall on his face. I saw a lot of those kind of tweets and uh, messages the days leading up to the slate being announced. But there was a, um, even a congressman who said he was going to start an inquisition or start a, uh, an inquiry as to why we hadn't got the slate if we hadn't gotten it by the 31st. Did anyone see that? <laughs> no, I did not see no, that. No, I, I that. did see that. Was it, do you know, Zach, do you know if that was the guy that had the, um, that wanted to get sworn in on the Action Comics number one? No, you know, I, I researched it not at all. I just saw that it happen. I went, okay. eh, that's cool. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, it was well, probably know. him. Yeah, it's it probably, probably him. him <laughs> but um, yeah, so there was a lot of anticipation for the slate, um, a lot of concern about what we were going to get. Um, how was our uh, our first impressions of it? I know Tommy, you said something in our group chat. Obviously, that's not not amongst the things we put on the podcast. But you said you were kind of iffy about it to be to be put it lightly. Yeah, well, uh, initially, I'm glad that he's putting out a, a, a slate or he's a formulaic plan, but. They'd be lucky to see that come out to fruition. I'm not saying that. I'm not wishing that he doesn't do what he's planning on doing. But we all know different things occur. Situations happen. And DC's known for saying that they're coming out with movies that they don't come out with. Mm -hmm. No disrespect to James Gunn, but he's dealing with a corporation. And that's because he's partly the helm of it. Doesn't mean they're going to line their ducks in the road. It's going to be all ships to sea, so to speak. So um, with the best of intentions, this is what he's putting out. So for him saying it i was like eh, just because there's a lot of projects that you know that were unexpected that he announced and i mean dc has a history of disappointing not so much um sticking by what they're going to do so i'm taking it with a grain of salt when i first realistically saw yeah that makes sense i can see that i mean it was kind of a you know they were they do have a pretty good track record of announcing stuff kind of like um we've talked about before with hasbro and like hey we'll show you a picture of something you're going to want and then when the thing finally comes out, it's not anything near what it's supposed to be for figures. No, no it's, not. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. I'm sure. Yeah. Too, with all the, the off screen stuff that there's no shortage of stress until that flash movie comes out mm -hmm. internally. Yeah. You yeah. know? Right. Yeah. But, but I think the flash movie is the least of their problems considering um, it's just a matter of when they're going to uh, put it out uh, and actually set a date to it. But um Overall, I think the fans are clamoring for some sort of cohesion mm -hmm. um, that, I mean, we we've, we were promised that with Snyder didn't happen. Right. And that took, and that whole debacle took what, five, six years completely. Mm -hmm. Like if you started from what was it? Man of Steel was his first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is after the promise of Watchmen. Like after he did Watchmen, then all the talk and the buzz started going up and then he did Man of Steel and then he did Batman v Superman, you know, and, then came to Justice League. Each with each um, project, there was another promise of what was to come. I mean, hell, he even promised um, Ben Affleck a, a movie of Batman to direct, which we never got. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. They tried to do that Marvel thing of like, we're going to show you what we're going to do for the next five to ten years, and then not do it. Yeah, yeah. And then the fact that uh, what was it Patty Jenkins was even brought on board at a promise of. I mean, we had Gal Gadot, Gadot with um, Justice League, but. Mm -hmm. We thought there was going to be at least more cohesion as a result of it, you know. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I found it interesting that we that, that in the mentions of the stuff that we got for the slate, kind of um, separate of that, we've heard that that James Gunn's been working on a, a sequel to The Suicide Squad, right? That's something that we we knew about. Yeah, and then that we're supposed to get a, a Peacemaker two season mm-hmm. on HBO Max, but there was no mention in this yeah. in this. Well, I mean, that's the only one I had heard of. I hadn't heard about a Suicide Squad again. I'd only knew Peacemaker two. I know that he he had um he had been working on another show that we didn't know what right. it was right that was that was apart from Peacemaker season two, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was something that I thought was interesting. They didn't mention as being part of this initial slate because I guess there's a lot of again speculation, a lot of hand wringing both from the fandom and from I guess elsewhere of who's staying and who's going actor wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the idea of yeah. um. Like I know Margot Robbie has said she's, you know, she's obviously interested in continuing playing Harley Quinn and she's enjoyed working with James Gunn and vice versa. She enjoyed working, um, you know, or I should say he enjoyed working with her. Um, I'd be very surprised if they make a sequel to that movie and she's not in it as a character. But, and then the same thing with John Cena, where it's not a mention of whether or not, you know, the foregone conclusion was, I think they announced the second season, but not a win or when we're supposed to get it or what it's about. Right. But, you know. A lot of people are concerned about, well, with the upcoming Aquaman movie and um, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and uh, Blue Beetle. That, and then, yeah, those are yeah, those are part of the four slated to come out right this year. And then when are we have we have they announced another date for Flash, Flashpoint, or whatever? No, but it seemed like it was weird because he did say of the four, he's the most excited about that one. Yeah, there was there was a <laughs> need to try to sell that one as hard as they can. Yes, though. yes I mean, they did. There was a little hyperbole, I thought, with that of the idea of like it might be one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. Yeah, yeah he did say that. You know, that's a bit depending on what crimes our star commits before that, between <laughs> then and now, <laughs> or, or forgiven for allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. forgiven allegedly. for. Said, I'm sure it's stressful about that movie. Like, <laughs> yeah, somebody's checking off the days on the calendar. Just, 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 just three more months. Right. Just three more months. Yeah. I mean, supposedly they're working on themselves and that's all well and good, mm-hmm. but you know, those are the movies that people are, are again, you know, with the whole thing with Henry Cavill about him announcing, Hey guys, I'm back. I'm going to be Superman. <laughs> and then not so much <laughs> to the point of like, he talked to James Gunn and um, I never remember that other dude's name. Saffron. Yeah. Peter, oh, Peter Saffron. Peter. Yeah. yeah. I it's was always, like the rock. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The rock. No. Uh, Peter Saffron, I never remember his name, but that they, they had talks and they were like, hey, listen, we're going a different way. And it sucks because Henry Havoc was fine. You know, if he had gotten some material actually been Superman, I think he would have been a great Superman. Mm-hmm. But, you know, all those, there's a lot of questions at this point are like, again, and I, and, and I was talking to someone about it who's not so much into this stuff as we are and doesn't follow comics or, you know, world or universe resetting events. And, you know, I had the conversation with him. I said, you know, well, this happens in comics all the time where the world or the universe gets reset, which is probably what we'll get out of Flashpoint. And then, yeah. you know, a character that you've loved, you know, suddenly, you know, like, the, like it's like the Hulk becoming Mr. Fix-It or, mm-hmm. you know, there's a different turn or there's a different, you know, some, you know, that happens all the time in comics and it shouldn't be any different in these, in these big, you know, tentpole event things. Superman is blue and made of electricity Thank now. You. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, forever, for however long that lasts. But that sort of makes me, adds more to what I was saying earlier, it makes me cringe. Okay. Just because we have seen this in comics, especially DC, and with their reboots, mm-hmm. it, it's what, we're on the fourth or fifth one now with the reboot, as far as what they're 
stating the new slate's going to be. Oh, I no, I mean, don't get me wrong. DC reboots, you know, they they yeah. reboot the drop of a hat. There's a crisis every other year. Yes, it it seems like. And again, I'm not, you know, I mean, I have my thing being rooted in, in the original and the crisis on infinite earth. I, I'm a little more, you know, that did change DC for a really long time. But I think with this, it is, you know, it's different. This is I look at this differently than I would say like New Fifty Two for the for the DCU is the fact that it's, you know, there is a plan. <laughs> there's someone who knows right. how to write at the helm. Um, yeah. You know, there's a chance that it's we needed. It's needed, right? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. right. But yeah, but I never felt that they didn't have a plan. It just wasn't a good plan. That's, that's all I look <laughs> at it as. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure they put out stuff that they thought was going to be successful, but then when it came you know, pen to paper or even um, publication. Mm. People are like, nah, nah, this is not good. I mean, but for, for Christ's sake, we had uh, them thinking about uh, Wonder Woman and Superman as a couple. They thought it was right. the greatest thing ever. And right. they they pushed that to as far as you could take it before. They're like, oh, we were wrong. Mm-hmm. We, we, we set it back. Yeah. And, and yeah. And then next thing you know, now he has a family. Right. Not with Wonder Woman. No. So uh, I, I don't, I don't doubt that they didn't have a plan. It's just that, I hope we're not getting more or less the same thing with Gunn. And right. um, I would hate to see that come on this so much of a larger scale mm. than what DC does with their comics. So mm. I'm, I'm praying that with his plan is successful. But I still don't believe they're mimicking Marvel mm. in the way that is satisfactory to me. I don't know about you guys, but I'll, I'll go into more detail as we talk more. But it just seems like... Um, they're, they're they're mimicking DC comics, right? Not Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I thought it was interesting. Like my whole thing is, you know, Tommy and the rest of you know, my brain works when I see like pieces of stuff. I'm like, well, how does it all logically fit together? And we'll get into it when we talk more about the actual individual pieces. But yeah. you know, that was my thing. Is I think a lot of these things that he's interested in, and they might be, you know threads that tie together or there may not be anything that ties together it's just sort of like set up i think they, they might have taken a page from Marvel. the idea of like we're just setting stuff up in case we want to bring back a character later we have that in our pocket we don't have to set that up mm-hmm. you know okay. i think that's that's what i think like for a lot of it is i don't know for sure because again it could be you know all 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 of them together make one big coherent story but i don't think that's the case but the detective in me goes yeah that's it they're all it's all fits together somehow. They're all they're all facets of a different thing that we just haven't seen the whole big picture yet. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, so let's get into the whole thing. To your question of, of first impressions though, uh this will actually be mine. Okay. I haven't seen the announcements. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you, you haven't? haven't? Oh really? You no. haven't? Oh wow. You've, you wow. haven't seen any of it? I haven't seen any of the announcements. Seriously. No. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have you all can sell wow. them to me. Okay. And I'll, these will be my first impressions on them. You you don't know any of them? Nope. I mean, I like I like a tiny bit about one leaked out uh, <laughs> okay, that okay. came across my feed. So okay, mm-hmm. well was that the was that the one I sent you? Because I put that on our so our, two our comment so page. Okay, yeah. a tiny <laughs> bit of two have leaked out. Okay, I wonder yeah. what you know about them. Which, right. Uh, they're like there's like we'll ten find announcements. Out. We'll find out. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. So I I don't know eight of them. I. I, I both admire your strength and at the same time yeah. I'm kind of irritated that you didn't prepare more. That's wow. what I'm feeling right I now. Thought this, I thought this would work though. <laughs> no, I thought this right. would be good. No, 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 no I, I want to see your reaction. I, like, yeah, I no, want to see your reaction. I, I, you know, as I'm as I'm you know as I'm digesting it, I'm like, okay, this makes sense. I like the fact that you're gonna react. You're gonna react on the fly to this. That works. So I'm good. You'll be so blown. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, this is so much more interesting now. Yeah, uh, yeah, this. Yeah. Wow. Um, 
Mine, mine really quick was, I mean, we all have a group chat when this stuff came out. We were all like, what do you guys think? And I remember me, it was just like, I don't know. Right. Like, yeah. it just yeah. took me. Yeah, yeah because. And, yeah. And, and, and I mean, and that's not an indication of, uh, it's not a tease of like where I am, like good or bad or anything like that. It was just like, it was a lot. There was, was a lot. lot of stuff. It was. It was a lot to process. Um, Some of it was out of left field, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought. Um, And I was just like, huh, I don't, I don't know. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so. All right. Well, now that I've had that major reveal <laughs> myself about uh, Clifton, I didn't know. We'll get it. Let's get into it. Uh, so it starts off. They talk about the idea of um, they want to take the Trinity, their, their diamond characters, they call them Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and use those characters kind of prop up or or, or lift up or, or elevate other characters. And we've seen that before in, in like the MCU where you got, you know, characters that don't normally buddy up, buddy up together. And then, you know, they're going to show you, oh, like, this is a character you've never seen before. Or this is a character that needs a little more help to get them off the ground. That kind of thing. Okay. And then and they want to build these lesser known characters into the diamond properties of tomorrow is basically what they said. Mm. Now, first, but my first impression was when I saw that it was called Gods and Monsters Chapter One, I thought of the Bruce Tim animated. Right. Yeah, me too. I had that moment of like, <laughs> okay, well, you know, I mean, it's a cool, you know, it's a cool idea to allude to that, but it's probably nothing to do with any of it. But, um we've got that before we've had the whole thing of you know they're they're larger than life characters i've heard that before about dc characters they're not relatable they don't live in the same borough of new york like you know countless other characters of marvel does right, right. um you know but I, it's it's an interesting take and again i can't I, you know I, I see where they get it from it is a common yeah like phrase oh too. sure like even before bruce tim you know used it as the title for one of his his you know direct video movies mm-hmm. um I do like, I mean, that's one thing I will say I like already right off the bat. I like that, that this is chapter one, gods and monsters. Like it has a title. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Marvel works in phases. All right. So we're going to do chapters. Sure. That's neat. But I like that Marvel kind of like gets a title, like after the fact, like wait, like after all, they're all done, right. like Marvel got titles to their, right. to their phases and stuff. So I like that. Like we're up front with it. Right. It's like, cool. it's kind of like, yeah, this is the infinity saga, right? This is the infinity saga. All these movies tied yeah. together in the infinity saga, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After the fact. Yeah. Right. Cause again, we know they did have a plan at the beginning. So, all right. So the first one is creature commandos. Okay. Which is supposed to be animated. Right. It's mm-hmm. an animated series. Um, I guess it's HBO max written by gun or whatever it's called at the time. Already, right, exactly. Whatever, whatever the the fallout of it's not, you know, ye old Warner Brothers and Discovery Channel or whatever they're going to call it. Um, but it's a seven seven episode animated series written by Gunn. Um, as far as I know, it's already in production. Takes the team of classic monsters. They're going to fight Nazis like they do it in the comics. Um, the only character that we've seen before is uh, Weasel from Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. And then it looks like it's made of like the GI robot and. Um, the Bride, which is the Bride of Frankenstein, mm-hmm. uh, Frankenstein's monster, some kind of fish lady, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, I, I, the, 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 all I could got from the, the image was, I like the animation style, but it looked like, we'll get back to that, but the character looks sort of a cross between like Doc Phosphorus, if you're familiar with the villain, or Blight from Batman Beyond, kind of like a skeleton that you could see, or Glob, uh, what's Glob Herman from uh, Morrison's run on X-Men. That you can sort of see the skeleton through the other other the the other layers of skin, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We didn't, we didn't get any names. We just got the image. And then the last one is uh, they're all commanded by Rick Flag Senior. Beautiful. 
Yes. I like it. Yeah. I, I immediately <laughs> was like, absolutely. Because um, this is where, oh, oh uh, a little bit of background. That's a deviation from the comic. It correct? is. It is. Okay. Because I believe Hazard is their command is their commanding officer in um in the comics, but their first mm-hmm. appearance was in Weird War Tales in uh, ninety three. Has a number, mm-hmm. and then when I saw that Rick Flag Senior was involved, um, if those of you who don't know, we haven't gotten. The, I'm guessing this is probably guns going to probably tie this stuff together. But uh, Rick Flag Senior ran the uh, initial Task Force Task Force X in the fifties, and that Suicide Squad they were like just four. They were almost like the Challenges of the Unknown. They were just four humans that fought like kaiju and, and aliens and yeah. monsters. Um, dinosaurs a lot. Dinosaurs a lot. I have a lot of those early books, actually. It's a lot of, a lot of dinosaur stuff, yeah. which is cool. They fought all that stuff. But again, it's one of those things where I think they'll be the draw. I mean, the, the, the whole thing is, and this is odd enough that this, this theme, this has come up in last, this at last episode that we did. And this one is the idea of monsters fighting monsters because they primarily fought Nazis during World War II. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of miniseries since then. There was a short, wasn't there a short of them? Creature Commandos? Yeah, wasn't there? There was a, um, there was a bit in Brave and the Bold, right. I believe, the mm-hmm. cartoon that had a Creature Commandos bit. Mm-hmm. And then I thought there was a short with like them and Sergeant Rock. Am I, am I th- totally, did I dream oh, that? Oh, the showcase of Sergeant, yeah, yeah. they did a Sergeant Rock show. Yeah, that's right. And the Creature Commandos were, were like kind of an offshoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So there's been some, you know, there's been some um, slight appearances outside of the comics. Um, thank you, Tommy. Yeah, Weird War Tales number 93 from 1980 by um, our friend J.M. De Matisse and art by Pat Broderick. Uh, yeah, I, again, it's a cool concept. I think they're going to basically meld the two together, the, suicide, the early Task Force X or Suicide Squad, along with the Creature Commandos, and say that that was the group, which is fine. I'm cool with that. It looks cool. I like the, <laughs> the, I like the art style. Did anyone else get a chance to look at the image? I just seen the image because that was the one that you put in our feed. Mm-hmm. So I did see mm-hmm. that image that you put up. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's right up my alley. Everything I like yeah. is is there pretty much. Um, right. The only thing I was trying to think where they might be drawing other stuff from is uh, Morrison's Frankenstein mini from the Seven Soldiers of Victory event mm-hmm. that he did, as right. well as Jeff uh, Lemire's. Um, Frankenstein new 52 Frankenstein. Yeah. The agent of shade book that was out. Yeah. So any thoughts, anybody have any thoughts on this one? It feels very like pre suicide squad type mm-hmm. of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like the fact that he's, I, I find it even funnier that some more people are using universal monsters, except universal. <laughs> right. Well, right, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. No, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah they tried to get that, that universe quote unquote off the ground and that kind of tripped out of the gate with the mummy and that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah. The only other thing yeah. that the only other takeaway Clifton that I thought was really interesting was they said, and I think they're taking a page from the Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. is that if they have a voice actor play that character in animation, they want that same actor to play that character in the live action. Okay. Thank you, Tommy. It wasn't Hazard. It was okay. Shreve or Sh- yeah, Shreve. Okay. Was the was their commanding officer at least in the animated? Yeah. But yeah, that was the thing. It's a showcase. Bit, yeah, the, the Sergeant Rock showcase. Yeah, so they're trying showcase. to make it be a little more cohesive and synergistic in the idea that if, um, you know, whoever they get for, I guess if Sean Gunn is doing Weasel again, he does Weasel again in live action. <laughs> That's the only one we know. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm all, I'm totally there for Gods and Monsters. I'm sorry, Creature Commandos, not Gods and Monsters. Sorry. <laughs> right. I had an unshakable <laughs> yeah. feeling. That James Gunn's got a Creature Commandos movie in him somewhere. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> that he's been wanting to make for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think and so, this, too. And this is like, like I'm getting it out somehow. Oh, I I'm don't doubt it. Out, and here it is. 
Like yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. so I'm excited about it. I mean, like he he did he did every script, Clifton. He wrote every <laughs> script. He said. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh yeah. And this isn't so this isn't the HBO Max show he was working on that we knew about, but didn't know what it was. We don't know. Mm, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. He didn't yeah, say because he's also right. I mean, he's also man said he's writing we'll get to it. Well the next thing he's yeah. okay. okay. Um but like I, I, I'm a sucker for I love when World War II stuff gets tied into the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As do um, I. I I think I think it's like it's really done elegantly in, in like New Frontier and mm-hmm. sort of like it in in um splashes here and there and kind of like vague uh, uh, mentions and stuff like that so um yeah i mean my my hope i mean this isn't exactly like like the way i thought that it was gonna go mm-hmm. you know because typically you think world war ii you think you think sergeant rock you think blackhawks you think the losers right but i mean there's no reason why none of those guys can't show up right like yeah <laughs> you know what oh, i mean for sure. like you know and my assumption is gun loves that stuff too yeah so yeah, I, 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 as more and more I look at the slate, and more and more what I thought it might be drawing from, I'm like, I think James Gunn and I have a very similar collection of DC comics, <laughs> right? <laughs> like I think yeah. we know a lot of the yeah. same stuff. So, all right. So moving on, to the next project. Next project is Waller, which is a spinoff to the HBO Max uh, series Peacemaker. Okay. Viola mm-hmm. Davis is going to return as as uh, Amanda Waller. Uh, there's not much about it other than it's being written by. Um, is it Crystal or Crystal Henry? Crystal Henry. Crystal yeah, Henry Watchmen. from Watchmen, which is mm-hmm. which is a good you know a good choice. And Jeremy Carver, the creator of the Doom Patrol series for the, yes. TV, the TV one. Yeah. So again, I haven't seen all of Doom Patrol. What I've seen, I've really enjoyed, and I loved Watchmen, the TV series. Right. So super excited for that. I um, mm-hmm. I started racking my brain about where they could be drawn from. It's got to be Ostrander. Mm-hmm. There's a, a Secret Origins number fourteen that basically gives the background on task force X, as well as Amanda Waller's. It's a kind of like secret origin of Amanda Waller as well about her life in Chicago before she becomes the wall in DC. Yeah. And you just see that even without, you know, any kind of super powered involvement in Chicago, she's just as tough and ruthless there as she is when she becomes the wall. <laughs> um, I, my gut feeling says this is going to be a very, um, drama heavy series with actually very little if no superpowered people in it okay i'd be right. very surprised if there's any if there's any capes in it at all i did re-watch his presentation like right before we recorded mm-hmm. and and the thing that i had forgotten about is is he did mention it like we're gonna see some people from team peacemaker pop back up here. okay and so this was the one I remember. So I, I have a buddy that was, this was the one piece that my friend was sort of like, like, do we really need a show for Amanda Waller? And I was like Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. There's her stories. Her stories very compelling. It's it's anyone who doesn't know her origin and and um, she's an activist in in working trying to deal with the, the Cabrini Green housing project there in Chicago. That's that's the that's part of her origin as, as Ostrander gave her. Um, it's a great story. It's it, it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 going to make great television. So she's what what I what I was thinking. I'm like it's like she's DC's Nick Fury. Sure. In a way, like she's easily one of the most complex characters, I think, in, in the entire universe, in my opinion. And I think, yeah, like in her origin story is, is has a lot of cool twists and turns. But it's also I mean, for me, it's like an it, it's a vehicle for like there's any number of people that can possibly show up here mm-hmm. too. you know, not even outside Team Peacemaker. I mean, right. like, you know, who's to say like Boomerang won't pop right. Up, right. Like, sure. you know, oh, yeah. Um, 
Nightshade, all like Rick Flag again. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you don't know. Um, you know, I mean, she's easily a character for me anyway. Like I, I'll watch her in anything. Like I, I get excited when Waller is named in anything. Oh yeah, yep. I'm excited. I love Waller as a character. Um, I know CCH Pounder is pretty. He's getting up there at this point. I was hoping we'd got her, but Viola Davis has been great no, too. So there's no way we. <laughs> no, I mean, I love her too. Mm. But yeah, there's no. I mean, uh, Viola Davis. Yeah, I know. That's the, that's basically. <sighs> she's crushing so, it too. Well, it's not even that. It's she's okay. nailing it. <laughs> but to me, she's a great actress, and right. and, and the the fact that when when Gunn said it, I said it makes total sense. Right. You right. have a, a, a. She's about to get an egot. Oh, really? She did. She got it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You have her who loves to play the role, right. and you're not giving her a series that she would chew up the scene like no no one's business right with the complicated um history as amanda waller mm. how do you how do you just throw that aside it's like yeah it's amanda waller i mean like in what you were saying frank you know how many times they've shown amanda waller without really alluding to her as strongly as they should oh, like she, for she's example a cipher at this point go on yes I, <laughs> but like what um zach was saying she is their nick fury without being their nick fury right. i mean to me We've seen her what Justice League Unlimited by voiced by CCH Pounder. Mm-hmm. We've seen her in Smallville, uh, portrayed by Pam Greer. Mm-hmm. Hell, in Young Justice, she was voiced by Shirley Ralph. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they keep going with it. I mean, in every strong incarnation of film, TV, and animation, we've had Amanda Waller. How do yeah. you not use the character? It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And this one does sound like the most natural progression off a of peacemaker with the connections mm-hmm. yep. with her appearing in that in Suicide Squad. Then the con- further connection they made in the Peacemaker show to her, it does just lend itself to more story. Yep. To be yep. like, how like where else does this go? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that she was even played by <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown in DC Superhero Girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know yeah, that. I, my, yes, my good friend Yvette. Yes, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Insane how many women have played her. Yes. Yeah. It's it's almost it'll be a crime for her not to show up in this league. And you're right, Tommy, like she's not been explored like fully anywhere. Nowhere. Outside mm-hmm. of comics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. She's awesome. She's great. She I is. Love yeah. All right. Moving on to the next one. We have Superman Legacy. Okay. Uh, featuring obviously Superman written by James Gunn. <laughs> he may direct it. We don't know yet. Uh, has a penciled in date for July 11th, 2025. Mm-hmm. Which is not far off. No, really, if you think about not it, really. no, it's not. I had some, somebody say like, man, we gotta, we gotta wait till 25. I'm like, really? Dude, like it, yeah, that's kind of fast track. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peter Safran said that the, while well, the other two projects, Waller and, um, Creature Commandos were kind of the aperitif, you know, the setup for the drink, for the setup for the meal. Um, that this is where their true, this is their true, like, plan point comes from. Is this, is this movie? And it's not an origin. They're not doing the origin again. We won't see Krypton explode or, you know, Krypton explode. Um, we're basically Krypton. getting Superman trying to balance being raised on Earth, but also Kryptonian. Um, sounds like they're going back to the embodiment of truth, justice in the American way. You know, kind of the old, you know, aw shucks, I'm just a, a good country boy trying to do the right thing. Yeah. At least is that, well, that's what Yay. I got out of it. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for it. I mean, I'm yep. totally there. And that, you know, trying to be, I think the quote was, uh, he's kind, yeah, he's kindness in a world that thinks kindness is old fashioned. Which, yeah, that's what he said. You know, 
everything you check up pretty much check off all the boxes for me right there mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for it um we don't have any more details than that so there's no telling what you know what what other than the fact that he's younger that's he's supposed to be early on right but the idea of superman legacy and he's just starting out um you know i i, I had thoughts but i'll save them till the till our cooldown. <laughs> so okay <laughs> but i find it interesting that that's the only t- project that we have a definite date mm-hmm. so it leads me to believe all sorts of things with this one like one i wonder how much of it is written and right. i wonder how much of it has been written sure two i wonder if it's already been cast uh, i i couldn't i couldn't see that it couldn't be at this point they're yeah. just sitting on it. it has to be i mean they, to be that like you like zach was saying it sounds really quick even though it's still 2025 yeah but i think uh, a lot of the production has already started they're just announcing it because no, no i totally yeah. agree yeah, yeah. All right, next one is Lanterns, which I thought was an interesting, uh, that it's not Green Lanterns, it's Lanterns, um, <laughs> uh, said that they scrapped Greg Perlanti's long, um, long announced Green Lantern show, that's, that show's gone. Yeah, I suspected that was gone a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. He just it's officially <laughs> said it is what, what he did, yes. Um, Peter Safran described it as sort of being a uh, true detective, is what they're going for. Okay. That show, True Detective, which some seasons were amazing and some seasons were, eh. Odd-numbered seasons are great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's about right. It's about right. So, uh, it's got uh, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. I'm sure they're going to buddy cop it up. Um, one of the most important shows they have in development, they say, plays a really big role in the main overarching story for their first chapter is this, this series. So, It sounds like taking place on Earth, mostly. Oh yeah, that was one thing. I that was something I did not mention was yeah, it's supposed to be terrestrial, which I thought was interesting for a show about Green Lanterns. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, it may be a way to keep it in budget, I guess. Yeah, that's obviously there. <laughs> True, uh, a lot of bottle episodes, <laughs> but you know, a lot of a lot of you know, let's use our rings here in this warehouse. I hope it's not what we're getting, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. When you're dealing with space cops, but it does sound like it, it's one of those things where it's going to be very much, um, you know, they protect two eight one four. That sector is theirs. As a result, we you know we're going to have the two of them together, trying to solve some kind of mystery, some overarching thing that has bigger ramifications for the DCU, which um, sounds good. I'm there again. I'm not. This is one you know. I'm, so far, I'm 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 willing to watch all this. Anyone else <laughs> have any thoughts different or or agree? I feel like Jeff Johns was in the room at that time and they gave him a bone. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah, big time. He loves yeah. he loves the lantern. Yes, he does. It's true. I can't help also but feel a little bit uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow. Okay. A bit for this. Yeah. I'm just, okay. just swapping out Green Arrow with, you know, Jon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and those are awesome books, and that's great, and it's an awesome concept for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this one, like, like, like you said, you know, the fact that it's on Earth is a little, like, head-scratching, and, and I guess in a good way, right? I mean, I liked it that you know, maybe we're getting stuff served up to us a little differently than what we're anticipating. Well, I th- if we, I, I thought about it, if we go all the way back to our, where would you want to live in the DCU episode mm-hmm. or what city was, was, is where which is early, early on, you know, it's up on the website. <laughs> um, we talked a little, I think we talked a little bit about the idea that coast city is one of those cities you'd want to live in because <laughs> well, up until a certain point, right. Right. One, one thing happens. <laughs> one, one major thing happens. Not- not so great. But yeah. it was it was better to be a criminal in Coast City than it would be to be an actual citizen because Green Lantern's almost never there. Right. Because <laughs> he's always off in space doing stuff. Yeah. Right. You know. But 
yeah, I, again, I thought that was the one thing I saw was terrestrial based. I was like, well, that's maybe they're just going to build to what, you know, I, they're obviously, I, they should be the gateway to the, the space stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam Strange and the Omega Man and Rebels, so on. Lobo, all that stuff should be rolled out in Green Lantern. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As there are, I guess a lot of space threats will come to Earth, maybe, yeah, in that yeah, one. I would think so. So, all right, next one, The Authority. Okay, <laughs> that's one I haven't heard at all. Like, Superman was the one I had heard a little tiny bit okay. about. Okay. Uh, Green Lanterns, I suspected. I right. hadn't heard, but suspect, well, not surprised. Right. Authority is a little more of a surprise now. This one I hadn't heard anything about and didn't mm-hmm. know about. So yeah, it's basically uh, it's supposed to be a movie based on the team of superheroes that are willing to do whatever. I mean, they're they're superheroes, yes. There are times that uh, I'd argue they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a gray area. A lot of times where they operate. Um, Gunn said that one of the things he loves about the DCU is that it's not just a story of heroes and villains. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. You know, giant things from the sky comes and good guys win. He said there are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. I would definitely say the authority falls in there somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> depending on the story and depending on what the character wants to do at that moment. And there's like the other last bit they said was, uh, you know, it's a little bit of, of Jack Nicholson and a few good men. Like, you know, you want them on the wall to protect you, but you don't necessarily want to know how they do it. Right. <laughs> I, my first take on this when I saw this announced was interesting. I'm not really sure if they fit into the greater DCU. I think they've always been a separate thing and they've, you know, they cross over here and there with, with DC characters because mm-hmm. they were a wild storm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, I think honestly, and this is, this is my sincere take on it. It's red meat to the Snyder group. <laughs> you want you want you, you want cities destroyed. You want people and and you want your disaster porn. This is the authority right. done yeah. well. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Those stories are done really well. You know, um, Brian Hitch has a huge influence on on, on storytelling and, and definitely superhero movies mm-hmm. from this as well as Ultimates. Right. But right. that's what this that's what this is. You know, we get a lot of of cities being you know just shredded <laughs> after superhero <laughs> stuff, yeah. supervillain or big monster stuff happens. So that's my thought was like, that's what they're appealing to without saying it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's also the emergence of the boys and how popular that was. That's true. Which to me was a rip from the authority. It's just right. took it a step further than what mm-hmm. than what could have been. So mm-hmm. I get what he's appealing to. And I, I think you're 100% correct with the fan base. Yeah. You, I, I think with him coming on, he doesn't want those people to feel like they're being neglected or right. being not heard. Right. He's just giving it to them in a form that they've never seen, which they might like it even better than what they got before. It's like, here's your cake, and, mm-hmm. but but it's not going to be on the plate of Superman, at least. No, the char- at least the, the authority, the characters that act morally reprehensible are, are supposed to sometimes act morally reprehensible. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. who they are. They make, you know, those are the choices they sometimes have to make. So, right. Like, if you want, like, a, you want an edgier Batman, have you met Midnighter? <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Well, then there's also the fact that, you know, spoiler, if you don't know this, Midnighter and Apollo are, 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 um, archetypes for Batman and Superman. Mm. They're an openly gay couple, which I think yeah. is another, another consideration of, of why they were, why they chose this instead of just going with another superhero group like Titans or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want, I mean, if you want that widescreen sort of, you know, big, big summer blockbuster movies told well, I mean, you, you can find it worse than The Authority. Yeah, so. but this to me is the most, this is going to be the most controversial. Not so much as hate, right? but there's a lot of boxes being checked off with this one. But mm-hmm. my question remains that with the, it was initially what, a Wildstone comic, correct? Yeah. 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 
So my question is: Is the world that big? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. To me, I found it. I found it weird to have the Authority and the Justice League inhabiting the same planet. Right. Um, it just it just felt weird to me. It, it he might have an answer to it. Who knows on how he's gonna bring about both? But wow. to see those characters run around mm-hmm. uninhibited without the league involvement, I kind of hope we get. We're getting the groundwork laid to build to Justice League in the second chapter. Oh, you think this might be a prequel? I don't think Justice League. I don't think the Justice League exists after right. Flashpoint. Like, I don't think there's. A, I don't. I don't think the thing. They're a team at all yet. Okay. I think we'll build to that. And I. What I think of was the other thing I thought of with Authority was in Authority. There's this something again. Um, there's this thing called the bleed. Yes. Which is a, where, where all these universes sort of congeal and touch, and you can basically get from other places. I'm thinking we're going to get the authority set up, and then they're going to go. Okay. Mm. Not go from like not from like being a thing, but I mean, go to other universes and do that universal hopping stuff first, and then we'll get the actual Justice League. That's what right. I'm thinking. I could be okay. wrong. Okay. I've uh, authority's always been one of those books that I feel like I need to check off and read because mm-hmm. I never have. I've only read those characters as they sort of like inhabit other things I'm reading at the time. So like, you know, I've, I've, you know, I've encountered midnight or a bunch and stuff like that. Cause he was reoccurring at some of the Grayson books, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff right. like that. Uh, my, my initial thought was I, I, I immediately went to the boys yeah, too, which I was thought like, oh, okay. Like, I wonder, like, I wonder if this is going to seem as edgy now after the boys. Sure. And as special as I think as the comic is, or, or, or reputation is mm. now that it's sort of like we've had like years of sort of like, you know, the boys invincible sort of like deconstructing mm-hmm. right, superheroes again. Right now, James Gunn's super, super smart. And my feeling is that he's probably thought about that, too. Right. Um, and so yeah. I, I feel like he's probably got a take. Right. Yeah. Well, I th- but I also yeah. get along with it being the red meat for the for the Snyder crowd. I do think it's it's one of those things where like we'll show you like this is how it could be done. <laughs> mm. This is not how our heroes do it. No, I, I agree with that. But I think I think even though we've seen the boys, we haven't seen something on the level of, a, of the authority. What I mean by that is, has any of you guys seen Brightburn? Brightburn? Mm-mm. Yeah, I have. OK, with Brightburn, Clifton, if you remember Brightburn. The stuff that was in there hasn't been done in superhero movies. Just, right. just the the visceralness of the action of a superhero. Like, mind you, the boys is pretty bad, but under under James Gunn's vision, what he shows us in Brightburn, if we get half <laughs> of that movie in the Authority, you know, you'll be like the boys aren't stepping it up high enough. <laughs> That's how horrific certain scenes are in that. Mm. So, uh, as much as I want to compare it to the boys, I think some stuff is untouched. Like, mind you, if we if we get invincible level violence on the mm-hmm. live action screen, yeah, that will blow Brightburn away. But I think he understands that it hasn't come to a certain point in which widescreen audience have seen on that level yet. And I think that's what the authority might introduce us to and set the stage for what DC can become, or at least facets of it, you know? Right. All right. So moving on to the next one. Next one is called Paradise Lost. Uh, this is an HBO Max series. Supposedly, it's supposed to be set in the almost in the founding of the early days of Themyscira. Okay. In a Game of Thrones style drama. 
all female <laughs> cast. Uh, a lot of political intrigue and scheming. Uh, that was all I could really find. Did anyone else find any information? Any more information about it? No, I. But I mean, it sounded like it. It sounded like it was a project that sort of thrived on the fact that it wasn't really like like well tread. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and um. You know, I'm a fan of 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 this in the sense that that like I think like Wonder Woman is always a little like underrepresented in in DC stuff, mm-hmm. and I think her side of the universe like needs work, yeah. not in a bad way, but I think like it needs it needs like the constant barrage of like writers and creators like throwing stuff at it, mm-hmm. like and contributing and making new stuff. Yeah, that 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 you get with Batman and Superman, where Wonder Woman does not really have that as much like thrown into it. Um, so I'm excited just in that sense that like, oh, wow, like we're getting somebody adding to the pot, you know? Yeah. No, I like that. I like that aspect of it too. I, I like the idea that I don't know if that's ever been explored. I know that the, um, is it Amazonia? Is that what's out? Like, I know that it was it. um, I should have looked this up. I believe it's Amazonia. I believe it's, uh, Phil Jimenez is doing some of the art or writing it or both. Let me see real quick. But it oh, was, I, know, hey, I know what you're talking about. I know mm-hmm. that, that one. It's not mm-hmm. like a typical comic. It's more like a graphic novel type of. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. It's, it's kind of like the the other history of the DCU. Yeah, kind of like I, that size. Yeah. One of those books that's been out recently. Um, yeah, I bought that. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> no, I, I do too. Yeah. I have the issues. I just haven't read was it. Was that yet one either. of the ones that Devon recommended? Oh, I believe yes. so. Yeah, I, believe I think so. so. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was too. Yeah, let me see. But I, I think, but I think what he's getting uh, to me, it felt like uh, he's pulling from that. And what was the run with Cliff Chang? In oh, which, the, the Brian Azzarello one, the New 52, yes, 52 run? Yes. yes. In which you get an understanding of how we, we have an um, island full of um, women and how they manage to keep it that way, despite uh, all the uh, other uh, gods and <laughs> monsters mm-hmm. that try to disrupt that or take them over on a regular basis. But yeah, I, I again, this is one I know the least about. They have not. Here it is. Wonder Woman Historia of the Amazons. That's what it's called. My fault. Okay. Um, I think there's been two issues so far, I think. Yeah, just two, I believe. Um, two published issues, at least. Yeah, I believe that's the main... I mean, there's a million, you know, people... Have done, Rucka, Greg Rucka did a, a run. Brian Azzarello did a run. Phil Jimenez did a great run on Wonder Woman. I mentioned that before. Mm. So it could be from a lot of different places, but the fact that this um, this story of the Amazons came out so recently, I'm, I'd be really surprised if it's not drawing directly from that. But again... As Tommy and I both have said, we haven't read it yet. So mm. so we'll have to get back on that one. Check it out. From the information on the announcement, I will say it sounds like a little uh, a little bit of a lesser baked idea. Yeah. <laughs> that they're putting out. Because I feel like anytime you say, oh, it's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's when you don't really have much to say. And you're like, people like that. Just say it's like Game right. of Thrones. Right. But I'm sure the gods, I'm sure that's going to be a big god thing too. Yeah, Zeus. I'm sure. Zeus, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? it's got to be a part of that. No, right? it's gonna, like, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna definitely open us up to to that corner of the DCU. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of that so far, other than like Shazam. But even then, it's not quite as right nail on the head. It will be, <laughs> it will be cool to see also somebody like I guess intermingle that stuff in 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 a in a cohesive way, mm-hmm. right? Because even in the comics, I think that stuff there's like you know. The, the Kirby new gods and all the, all the space age green yep. lantern stuff. And then there's always kind of like the mythological gods in wonder woman stuff. And none of that stuff really like God. meshes. Yeah. Often. It doesn't, it doesn't always work. Yeah. I agree. All right. So the next one is the brave and the bold. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
This is your this is your um their DCU Batman. Okay. Obviously it's you know Bruce Wayne and then introduces everyone's favorite little troublemaker, Damian Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> um so we get a younger Superman. Yes. And a Batman dad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that was the things it's like, yeah, it's probably going to be a younger Superman with a little bit of a with a little bit older Batman. Okay. So but then they're introducing Damian Wayne. They're, the talk was is it's it's based on um, Grant Morrison's run mm. um, with I believe with Andy Kubert did most yeah. of, did a lot of that art. Yeah, he started it. Yeah, yeah, he started it. Did a fair amount of the art. Um, so I don't know how much of that we're going to get. Like, that's going to be whether that's going to be the jumping off point. Um, if you haven't read it, 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 it basically introduces Damian Wayne, who is Bruce's son. Spoiler with Talia. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> And you said it after. I know. <laughs> I know. And he's a brat. Spoiler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 a bit of a handful, uh, to say the least. No, just the idea that how do you how does Bruce reconcile the idea that his son has has been raised by the League of Shadows, the League of Assassins, um, has no problem with the idea of of killing rogues gallery villains or anybody that much, and the idea of trying to put that kid and get that kid together, and then oh by the way, let's put him in a Robin costume on top of that, <laughs> right. Um, I like Morrison's run on it. I, to me, Morrison's run with, with, uh, I think Damien's done better in the Batman and Robin, um, series by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. I think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of the, the real heavy lifting and again, you know, Peter J. Tomasi doesn't get the credit for doing, you know, fixing stuff or doing stuff like he does for a lot of things, but he does a lot to take and, and sort of, um, refurbish Damien's character. And basically give him a reason as to why he should, you know, go Bruce's way as opposed to going the way of his grandfather and his mother. Right. You know, I highly recommend those. Those are some good stories. So. Yes, they are. They're very good. Very, very good. But there was a lot of chatter I saw this week about, well, how are they just skipping over Jason and Dick right. and, and <laughs> Tim? And, you know. It does raise questions like, were there other Robins? Will right. there have been yeah. other Robins? Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll get to see we'll get to see that relationship on screen. Um, we haven't had really had a Batman and Robin project on the big screen in quite some time. No, it was almost Marlon Wayans back in '82. <laughs> yeah, right. I love this, but I also have one note. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> what I love about this, and this mm-hmm. is where I think James Gunn's presence is really, really a breath of fresh air and welcome. Mm-hmm. I liked that it took a comic book guy yeah. to come in and go, well. People can hold two different Batmans in their heads. So you can yeah. do the Robert Pattinson Batman right. and the Matt Reeves stuff. And that's not going to touch this stuff. And as long as it's played by a different actor and mm. it's kind of a different take on it, people won't get confused. Yeah, I was about to get to that. You know, and and I love that, that it's like, you know, because us comic people of like, you know, there's a million Batman titles on, yep. on the shelf at any given time and not necessarily any of them talk to each other. Right. You know, and so I think that that's really, really, really great. Um, it 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 does bring up a lot of questions, certainly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, I my, my note, well, actually, I have two notes. Actually, uh, <laughs> my first note is I think that I th- you got to rena- rename this thing. Mm-hmm. Brave and the Bold is not the name for this. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I agree. There. You know, like yep. Batman's name has to be in it somewhere. Yeah, sure, I'm sure it will be by the time it comes out. That's a little too inside baseball that like, well, we get it's a Batman title, right? But everybody doesn't know that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the other thing kind of along the lines of what you were saying, Frank, I think really, if we're talking about the comics here at any point, the secret sauce for Damien 
is really Dick Grayson. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think of, of that too. I, yeah. I think uh, of I hear an all these memorable <laughs> moments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the memorable moments I have in my head of Damien. Mm-hmm. Very few of them mm-hmm. involve Bruce Wayne. True. Okay. I, 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 my my take is different because, like I said, for me, I, again, I read all the the when when uh, Dick has to step up to be Batman. I read those books as well. Mm-hmm. But I also, to me, it's more like I said, I, I give it to Tomasi the fact that no, he he basically is like let's tear down all this, you know, horse ass you grew up with, <laughs> and and really make you into a better person. But go ahead, yeah. Tommy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, well. Uh, let me start from the beginning. Well. I understand that you want to have two. Oh, you think the uh, public is, or at least comic book fans are aware of two versions of Batman, but this is on the grand stage. So I wonder how, how they're going to be compared to one another, which people mm-hmm. like better. So great that he wants to put his own interpretation of Batman without stepping on the toes of what's already been started and so far been enjoyed, but he's directly placed it in competition. What's already been introduced. So that's going to be interesting. It's the first time we've ever had this. I mean, can you imagine two James Bonds, you know, or two um, Supermans on the same stage of the movie level? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how the public sees it because we all we all know that comic book uh, intelligence is different than the general public. So I let yeah, I, I want to see how you. it's I want to see how it's embraced on that level. That's one. I don't think you're wrong. I think yeah, I think people are gonna are gonna either or it. Yeah, right. They're definitely like gonna, gonna like or. I like this one better. I like that one better. I think that's a million percent what's going to happen. All yeah. I'm saying is, I don't think it's going to confuse people like all the executives all those years ago. No, thought just, it was yeah. right. No, like, no, no. I think of the bat embargo for the animated stuff. Right. When they were like, they were so, you know, just timid about like when 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 Justice League Unlimited was on the air, Teen Titans was also on the air, and the Batman was on the air, and they were they were petrified that like that kids were not going to understand that the Joker in the Batman is not the same as the Joker in justice league, that right. there no. would be two different ones. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, people figure it out. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, but if I'm saying that I'm there for the show. I want to see if who was right in the end. I think right. you were right in saying that people can handle it. I just want it to be proven. And I think that's exactly what's going to occur. Right. Then two, I found later out that I enjoyed Damien with, um, um, Jonathan Kent mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just it screams stronger stories. I mean, I understand what he's trying to present and which what he loves, but the best stories I liked of uh, Damien, which I can swallow or or, or stand him, mm-hmm. is went with um, uh, Clark's son, Jonathan. Right. That works the best to me. That's the best interpretation of him, and we get that in an animated uh, movie that recently came out, The Super Sons. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, it's 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 how <laughs> the I know a lot of us haven't seen it, but I enjoyed the pairing and it, it, and it was a breath of fresh air that um, how he was introduced, because to me, it never sat well that uh, Batman would have a killer son. It just it just <laughs> didn't, it just it's just like what what's going on? I mean, I get what he's trying to do, and what he's trying to accomplish, but it's like you can't. As a who's father, raised by and everything. Well, yeah. It's not even that, but it's just as a father. Well, and you're rich. You don't have to go to work, you know, and, and, and you're part of the Justice League. But guess what? Your attention is now focused on, on changing or trying to change the views of your son or decorrupt him. You know, yeah. it's it's 
now turns into a third job he's picked up other than being Bruce Wayne and being mm-hmm. Batman. Now you got to be a dad. I mean, I'm sorry. I just felt no, that. You're not wrong. Yeah. Parts, just, of, parts of that bother me too. I think, I th- but I think that's the thing too about the, Damien. Damien is, is, is more than a lot of characters. I think is, is, is um, an exercise in balance and how far do you go to one side? <laughs> right yeah, no yeah yeah um yeah because he's got to be a brat and he's got to be annoying and he's got to be he's got to be a, a thorn but right it, i mean but you can't go too too far because it does make like like how can you <laughs> justify keeping this guy around yes yeah yeah i'm with you but we'll see and the comics have not always been the best at that too no i'll say that no. also it's it's like i love tomasi's run but it wasn't well embraced, unfortunately, Frank, because it should have went on a lot longer than what it did when they brought Bruce back. No, I you know. know. I know. But, but, I, but I think they changed it because they wanted Dick not to be Batman, and that's where it suffered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just real quickly, they, they did announce that um, uh, the Batman 2, as well as Joker with its pretentious uh, <laughs> subtitle yes, uh, for the sequel will be considered Elseworlds. Right, yeah. which I think is a good way to go if you want to tell a story, and as well as they may uh, mention the Michael B. Jordan, it's been, at least it's been come up the Michael yeah. B. Jordan Superman movie. Um, when it doesn't mean we're not yeah. getting it. Tanahisi Coates' Superman movie, yeah, that's yeah. it. That mm-hmm. will it's still it's still I don't know if production or talked about or whatever, but if when it does come, if it does, it'll be in Elseworlds. Right on the topic of like the different versions, that's one where I'm like, yeah, fine, call it that, but I don't think that's even necessary. Because like Zach's saying, audiences can take it. But further, I think that was proven long, long, long ago that Mm. they could. Sure. Uh, You had Smallville on the air with Superman Returns. Mm. You had Supergirl with Superman on the air when the Snyder stuff was going on. You had Snyder Cut of Justice League come out around the same time as Pattinson Batman. And nobody cared. Nobody cared right. at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's people that didn't like one or the other, but the complaint wasn't like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't the real one." That's the real one. I didn't hear that stuff. No. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was proven proven long before this that mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Everyone, people that like both, are like, "Great, two Batman's." <laughs> right. I'll yeah. watch them both. I yeah. think that's what was proven long ago. Yep. Calling it Elseworlds is fine, but not necessary to me. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Next one is Booster Gold, <laughs> uh, which is an HBO Max series based on the lesser-known hero created in 1986 by Dan Jerkins. We all know Booster Gold. I love right. Booster Gold. We've talked about Booster Gold before on our show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of the character in his solo book as well as his uh, Justice League International uh, stuff with uh, the Madison Giffen and Kevin, drawn by Kevin McGuire. Love the character. I'm super excited for this. I hope they do it justice. No pun intended. I really, really want a definitive, uh, great <laughs> Booster Gold thing outside of comics. <laughs> and we've had we've had appearances in in Justice League Action and Brave and the Bold and um, what else? I'm trying to think of where else has he appeared. Mm-hmm. Is that the only two places, or is there other places? You said what did you say? Justice League Action, Brave and the Bold, Unlimited, right. Unlimited. He's got a great episode of Unlimited. Great episode of Unlimited. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And a Smallville episode. That's mm-hmm. true. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Donald, uh, what's his name from Scrubs? Faison was supposed to play him in the next uh, season of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, the DC no, show. No, he does. He does play him. Oh, he does they, play they, him. Okay. I think they. I think they brought him. Yeah. 
Okay, I thought they made it sound like he was kind of like secretly him for like most of the season, and then the next season was like he's like ah, oh, you know, I'm booster gold. But I don't know. I didn't want. I haven't seen that season. I saw a blurb of it. I didn't know how it ended, so okay. it may be 100% right. But the series ended before they could really get in, I guess, more about his stuff. But I have a question. Sure. Clifton, how surprised are you that this was one of them? I mean, this one's, this one's kind of surprising. Really? Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, again, uh, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with Booster Gold, uh, he's a football star in the future. He ends up uh, betting on his own games. He has a reason. <laughs> um, he gets caught. Ends up kind of uh, disgraced working at the night shift at a, at a museum that has a wing on superhero, uh, superheroes from the 21st century. Um, decides, I'm going to basically take everything I can out of this museum and cobble together a suit. I'm going to hop in a time bubble and I'm going back to be a superhero in the 21st century. <laughs> and that's your start. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I, again, I'm, uh, this one I, I might be the one I'm most excited about, honestly. <laughs> you right. love Booster Gold. I do love Booster Gold. I, I remember picking it up off the rack for in back in 86, thinking this is a pretty cool concept. Because again, he's very, I mean, he's very materialistic. He's, he's kind of hard to root for at times. Yeah. Um, you know. But it, he's accessible in that way, too. Oh, right? yeah. I think that's why he resonates also. Yeah, very human superhero. So yeah, I, yeah I, I look forward to whatever they do with Booster Gold. But that's, that's all we know about it. There's no mention of... Um, of who might be behind that or that, I mean, and they're already started the, 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 the casting machine of who it may be. There was a guy in uh, top gun Maverick there. They're talking about. Oh, Glenn Powell. Yeah. It's him. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. the early name. That's the early name that I see that people are kicking around. I don't know anything hmm. about him. He'd be a good Cyclops too, though. He was great on scream Queens, which right. was like a comedy role. Okay. It was a very funny show. Okay. He, was, he was so good on that as, as Chad Radwell. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's a great name. That yeah, is a great that's name. That's a great name. <laughs> that's a terrific name. But yeah, that's the early name that I see. But again, that could just be, you know, fan conjecture. I don't know if he's even responded to what people are saying. I mean, for me, it's surprising that it that it's announced, but it's also like like not. Because no. it's like cause I cause I know like Booster is one is a handful of a couple like aces up the sleeve right. of DC characters that I think really can sort of uh uh, set a different tone and a different mm-hmm. pace than what people have seen mm-hmm. before. And he's not going down. You're not going down to D list. Like he's definitely no. B C plus yeah. sure. C plus list, depending on the time period. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's surprising, but like if I go to the next level down and had me think of people, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd get there. Yeah. I want, uh, I want the costume with the, with the uh, ads on it. No. Oh, that one! I don't. <laughs> That's one of my favorite takes. I, I love there. There was there was a take in the books where his costume had like it was like MMA fighter shorts, right. or like or like a NASCAR. Yeah, right. <laughs> where he yeah, just had was... like like Coca Cola ads and stuff yep. all over. And I thought like, man, what a great product placement way for the, like to pay for the effects on the show. Yeah, was that in fifty two? The comic series fifty two might be. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, I'm not. I I mean, I don't mind it for a scene or two, but I don't want that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. really? I will be honest. I'll, I'll be fine with it for the scene or two, but no, not overall. But no, the other the other thing was is that um, again going back to the idea of of Gunn working with people that he likes, um, is that um, people are talking about well, who's he bringing over from Guardians? Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of the cycling of like Chris Pratt. <laughs> that one was the other one I had heard. He would be good at it, though. I mean, let's yeah. let's not be let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, some were saying if he plays it like Burt Macklin, 
<laughs> from Parks and Rec as Booster Gold. I'm like, I can see that. He can't be that dumb. No, I know. <laughs> okay. Can't be Johnny Karate dumb. No, he can't. Yeah, he definitely can't be Johnny Karate. But uh, what I'm hoping is the through line. I'm yes. hoping to keep his origin uh, accurate. I was going to get, again, I'm going to get to that in the, in the cool down. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yep. We'll get to that. But I, but I do also think that there's like no shortage of actors that could like rush this part. Sure. Oh yeah. Too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be Chris Pratt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. So moving on to the next one. The next one is Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Okay. Which I was surprised about. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's, it's supposedly it's based um on the the very recent like in the last two years extremely recent Tom King and uh I believe it, I don't I hope I'm not butchering her name uh Bilquis Bilquis Elvely um that basically it's a different take on Supergirl um it's basically designed to be the, the kind of a compare contrast of like well Superman you know rockets to Earth as a baby and, and gets to be raised by the Kents and, you know and grows up this this morally right and good person. Whereas, you know, she's on Argo City, which is basically a slowly decaying rock of kryptonite. <laughs> and it's kind of a survival story of how, you know, in her 14 years on Earth, she becomes the person she becomes is, a, you know, her, her survival story of Krypton is nowhere near as rosy as Clark's or Kal-El's. Right. Yeah. Um, it's kind of be a different, you know, a different take. People are speculating whether are we going to get the actress who's playing Supergirl in Flashpoint? I know there's oh, some yeah. good... Whether that's going to right. be the Supergirl we're going to get, or whether we're going to get a different one, mm-hmm. um, I thought my my first gut thought was um, if you've ever read any Silver Age Supergirl stories, they're kind of messed up because she rockets Earth. Superman's super excited about that he's got someone from his home planet for real this time. It's not Monel. It's not somebody you know, a robot or an alien trying to mess with him. It's legitimately his cousin, and he leaves her in an orphanage and visits her there. <laughs> Until <laughs> so she gets adopted, which granted, I mean, how much trouble could she possibly get into an orphanage as Supergirl? But there's no like, hey, let's get you settled with a family, or you know, come live with me in Metropolis, like in some of the more modern takes, or when the Kents are alive, go live in the Kent farm. But right. you know, so again, uh, you know, uh, the alienation that 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 Car must feel as a as a teenager, you know, like, uh, and oh, the other thing was. He doesn't want her to like, she's his secret weapon. That's early on. The other thing is that she's not allowed to be out open as Supergirl. Right. So she has to hide the fact that she's Supergirl living in an orphanage and hope that Superman comes and visits her. (laughs) Is that take? So I guess that's another thing of like, they're going to play off that because they've had times where they've tried to portray Supergirl as this kind of angry character. At one point, she's a red lantern and full of Mm -hmm. rage. And I never kind of really bought it, but I guess this is where they're keeping, they keep moving her her needle over to that part. So, right. and they do the, the like apocalypse Supergirl. Yeah. And that's oh, another like, point. Yeah. Like good there's point. a piece of her that can do that. Right. Yeah. Good point, Clifton. You're right. I forgot about yeah. that. But yeah, this is, I guess that's the main thing is they mentioned just the fact that, yeah, not, you know, if you survive Krypton, that's great, but it's not, it's not nearly as, as, as great as it was for Clark Kent or Kelly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that one's surprising just because the, like the show was just put to right. to rest. So yeah. it's an interesting one that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised by that one too. This leads me to think though, like how, how um, important is Krypton to, to their plan? Mm-hmm. Right. If, oh, if yeah. Clark, if one of the main thrusts for Clark is like Kryptonian versus human balance. Yep. And here we have another one that's like a completely like like a uh, different take on not different take, but you know, like a different side of Krypton than we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know. Yep. Uh, to have both of them early is interesting. It is. Very, very interesting. No, I agree. Yeah. I think it's luck because of the story that just dropped. I think, in my opinion, I think um, Gum wants to bring the more contemporary good stories that have been dropped. The fact yeah. that this recently came out, it must have left a great impression that he just recently read it, that he said it deserves to be made into a movie. And yeah. it should be the focal point of how you're going to treat Supergirl going forward. Because we mm. all know she has an incredible number of origin stories or changes yeah. within her background yep. that doesn't land or stick regardless of how many times it's been told or updated. I, I'd argue say it's more than Wonder Woman at this point. Yeah. But the fact that uh, no one talks ill of this book at mm-hmm. all. A lot of people are saying that it's it's the best that he's done since Mr. Miracle. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's done like 20 books in between then. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's just a, a great take on it that it, it, it'll be recently for fans to see and something of a contemporary look at what the character can be or achieve to in that regard. I feel I feel it's in a slight way replacing Wonder Woman or at least giving her her mm-hmm. shine, right. hopefully. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that, that that was a take we were getting, much less the fact that it's the only Tom King thing we're getting. I was really surprised that there wouldn't be more of a Tom King presence, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Like, of all the things he's done, I would have thought well, they would have chose something else that, like to be a different aspect of the DC universe. But Right. Especially when he already had a new gods movie mm-hmm. in the works. <laughs> right. Yeah, they had. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Well, I think this one comes with the less less amount of baggage. Like yeah. how much how much uh storytelling we have to tell in order to make you feel comfortable with the new god story as opposed to a su- uh supergirl story, you know? And it does it, it also uh, now that I think about it, it does also give you Krypton's explosion without having to do the origin for Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have you can have both. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just realized, oh yeah, you can do you can totally have your your you know horrible moment of trying to run and get on a ship and all that stuff at the beginning, and then you know it, whether she makes it to, makes it to Argo or whether it all takes place on Argo as a city that manages to get away. We'll have to wait and see. I think this is the most surprising announcement of the yeah. slate. Yeah, I th- I think this is this is it. Besides besides authority, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right, and the last one was was not. I was not. I'd say was whelmed. I was kind of like okay. <laughs> um. And the only announcement was it was just they we're getting a Swamp Thing movie. Okay. Just a film that's going to, and, and, the, and all we know about it is it's Swamp Thing and it closes out the, the, the first chapter. That's all we really uh, know. Okay. I know. After well, the re- uh, oh. well, 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 what we, we do know also is that what he said is that it, this isn't the whole first chapter. Oh, he okay. says this is, this is part of the first chapter so far. Okay. And so they haven't released everything yet. Okay. But yeah, the only, like I said, the only note that I saw was like, like I said, it's supposed to, it's horror, obviously. Mm-hmm. Which opens up to that stuff on, in the DCU. It's going to be Swamp Thing, and then it's the end of the first chapter. I, I forgot that. I don't think I. I may not have read the whole thing about their, that they weren't done announcing stuff. But okay. So yeah, it's Swamp Thing. If you know Swamp Thing, you know right. you're familiar with the character. Um, you know there was a recent series. He pops up. Um, the last thing outside of comics was what Harley Quinn, the HBO Max series. He's having kind of a kind of a moment. Okay. I think weirdly, like as a side character because. For not being touched a lot in mm. the past, like, you know, he popped up in Batman, Harley Quinn animated movie. He was done in the new 52 animated movie stuff from time to time. He had a couple of roles in there. Justice League action, he pops up. Yeah, true. You know, and then, of course, he had his own series for a little while. So so it's like it's it's funny that it's just kind of jumping out like, like people are, are, are I guess, fans enough for, are, are now like making stuff mm. <laughs> and they're like, we want to do Swamp Thing. You know, 
because and the funny thing for this too is that like very quickly after this slate was announced like james mangold on on twitter <laughs> was right. already like like yeah. pitching like i want to do this movie mm-hmm. like <laughs> you know yep. like yep so yeah it's one thinking back to i mean i always have to think back even though there's been tons of swamp thing over the years but just going back even just thinking the alan moore mm-hmm those takes, yeah. not the first takes, because that was Len Wein, but yes. uh, the mm-hmm. like the Alan Moore takes. It is an avenue to bring in like horror yep. into this upcoming movie universe, and also magic. So it's right. it's a way that they can introduce different things if they want to. If that's yep. the the route they want to take, it it does lend itself to that. Yep. Oh yeah, so. you're right. We can get Constantine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demon. There's a bunch of stuff that we could have. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So that's the slate we got. So for uh, wrapping things up, I, I was thinking, was there anything that you thought were hoping was going to be announced or that you thought should have been announced? But first, if you like the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. And don't forget, you can suggest a topic for us. Just use an email at info at letmeknowhowitis.com. You can also hit us up on our Twitter at our initials L-M-K-H-I-I. So yes, what was something that you guys thought I was surprised it wasn't in there, or you were definitely like, oh, I was hoping this was going to be announced. Zach, any thoughts? Yeah. Um, static. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Because we've heard rumors. We've heard rumors for a little while yeah. now. No milestone characters. Yeah. I thought no. I thought yeah. milestone had like had something in the works. So I, I you know. I still feel like that's going to be separate. I I still feel like with with all the bad the, all the bad stuff around the first time with Miles and that Miles and not that that they shouldn't, but I think that it. I, I mean, I wish it was part of the proper stuff with DC. I just think they're going to be like, no, we're going to make our own movie. Right, we'll, like don't know. don't tie us to the ship that might sink. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Like, no, we'll do our own thing. Thank you. Well, yeah, I think you know I've I've talked about Static a bunch. I think you know I think uh, people are waiting to fall in love again. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know. Um. The other right one time. was. M- Momoa's Lobo. God, I yeah. wanted that to be part of this too. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. That's a good one. Yeah, that'd be nice too. But maybe again, you know, I think it all depends on how terrestrial Lanterns is. Yeah, that we might get hints at you know the main man <laughs> <laughs> and what else is out in space. So, or I mean, you could have you could have him show up in Supergirl. You never know. Tommy, how about you? No, I was going to say a milestone just for the simple notion of you, you've seen what an all black cast does for Marvel. I thought they're mm-hmm. going to do something similar in order to introduce us to something different. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's considered that or approached that yet, but yeah. uh, I see what he, because that's what I feel he did with Demoscura or at least with uh, Paradise Island. Mm-hmm. But if we're throwing in um, crazy Wildstorm stuff, I was rooting for Planetary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we had our. We had our we had our preliminary conversation earlier in the week. I, we were both like, "Oh, if author- if authority works, bring right. on bring on planetary." Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's what can happen. Like you kind of got to go to authority first, but then mm-hmm. yeah, like if you want to go off from that avenue, there's planetary right there. Oh maybe. yeah, oh, great book. <laughs> I love planetary <laughs> so much. It's so good. Clifton, how about you? The only thing is, because uh, I just heard all these now for the first time, so sure. <laughs> I didn't know what was yes, in and what since wasn't. Since we started about an hour ago, Clifton, <laughs> what were you hoping was going to be mentioned? My, my deep thoughts since then. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, I, I always kind of want to see something with the teen characters, like right. Teen Titans. And, yeah, it'd have been nice. And like Marvel, you know, we get now MCU after 
10, 13 years, whatever at now. It's like now getting to legacy. Mm-hmm. And in DC, like legacy's always the bread ever, and butter. Like it's always, yeah, it's like it's always a big part of it. So I don't think they have to build up in the same way that, right. that Marvel did. Like they can kind of just jump to it, which they are. It sounds in a way with, with Damien for sure. Mm-hmm. So I am interested in what kind of legacy, what kind of legacies are out there with him or before him uh, to find out. But that's something that I would have always been interested in. Yeah. Um, I do have final, like uh, just a side final thoughts that uh, on all of the thing kind of, kind of partly explains why I didn't look into it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I wanted to hear, I just wanted to hear it all like with all your thoughts with it. <laughs> Uh, was part of it. And another part of it is, is kind of going back to Tommy's thoughts at, at top of show. Mm-hmm. This is all vaporware. <laughs> this is all vaporware to me right now. Unfortunately. Yes. yes. Um, say it, say sounds it, cool. It. Sounds cool. Right. Uh, but until, until it's on the shelf as, right. as they say, like, there's no guarantee it's happening, unfortunately. Gotcha. And it'll take a bit to convince me that it's not part of, like, Discovery Channel's pump and dump scheme. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. They're like, oh, yeah, let's get get the MCU guy. Investors will love the sound of that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you're right. That's that's what I was saying with with the first slate when they were talking about, like, you know, Green Lantern Corps and Cyborg having a movie and everything. Remember, years ago, before we had a podcast, we were all like, they are one bomb away right. from not making any of these. Yeah. Right? Like yep. one of these has to not make money. And then they're like, well, uh, yep. people are people are souring on superheroes. <laughs> yep. Like <laughs> things get wobbly. And then yeah. yeah. Yep. For sure. I mean, I like Gun. I'm hoping for mm-hmm. the best. We've seen him deliver multiple times mm-hmm. before. So it's not against him. Right. It's nothing against him. Right. Uh, but the people he's partnered with, I'm not so sure about. <laughs> right. So Clifton's taking the fool me once approach. I got yes. it. Very good. Uh, for me, I, I I honestly thought when I saw Superman Legacy and he was a younger Superman, I was kind of hoping for Legion. I wanted Legion something mm-hmm. um, with a recent release uh, coming up of a uh, Legion animated. And I'm like, okay, this is the good time. Um, and and as was Tommy was alluding to that, uh, you know, part of the, the the stuff that Booster cobbles together. Spoiler. Um, is that he finds a legion ring that allows okay. him to, to fly? That's part of his early origin, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was definitely hoping that the legacy part was like, "Hey, man, we know you're starting out, and you're not very good at this, but a thousand years in the future, there's a you know, there's a teenage super club that 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 is only <laughs> exists because of you. You know, your your right. legacy reaches long after you're gone. So I was hoping for something that, and I'm not saying that we won't get it. We may. Um, that may be part of their overarching thing. I don't know, but that's what, that's the thing I was like, I wanted a Legion something, even if it was just, Hey, listen, we're going to focus on, uh, lightning lad, Saturn girl and, and cosmic boys, the three founders. And we'll go from there. Right. You know, I would have been happy with that, whether it was a show or, a, or, or, a, or a movie or an animated, just, you know, keep giving me Legion stuff. So. I, I will say this too, really quick. And, and I mean, well, what we got is just names. Yeah. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So it's it's obviously we're not going to be uh, as well informed, right? This is this is this is a a tease. Mm-hmm. But what I will say is like uh, I'm still a little confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. for 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 as much as 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 like a, as a start and fresh, right? As as we are, the fact that it is like Viola Davis, right? Aquaman two still coming up. There's talk about maybe a third Aquaman even after that because he was saying like maybe they want to do a trilogy. Right. right. And, you know, 
because there, there's been like James Gunn quotes like dropping every day since mm. this came out and we're like some actors are coming back some actors and I'm like yeah okay uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right I'm like I believe in him. I mean like he's as good a choice as we could hope for I think right. I, I really is I mean like he's one of us Mm. And he loves this stuff and, you know, and he's proven and, and, you know, and, and there's a touch of, I, I think a bit of like Marvel had such immense success. Let's bring him over. Right. Let's bring somebody over. Let's bring some of that over here. You know what I mean? So I do think we're in very good hands. Right. If he gets to see his thing through, but um, it is also a little bit like, I'm still kind of head scratching even. <laughs> right. Even after it all. Gotcha. <laughs> all right. So these are our thoughts on, uh, the current situation at DCU and James Gunn and the slate. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmenowhowitis.com. Also, please remember to like us and follow us on social media. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back next week.